Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Matthew 5, 14 to 15. Dedicating time each day to spend feeding our minds and our hearts the truth of God's Word is immensely helpful in our growth as followers of Christ. I'm John Stonge, and each day I host a show called Daily Devotions with Pastor John. On the show, I spend just a few minutes taking an applicational look at one or two verses of Scripture before coming to the Lord in prayer. If you'd like to make a habit of spending more time meditating on the truth of God's Word, You can listen to Daily Devotions with Pastor John at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app. Today's Bible verse is Matthew 5, 14-15. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. Light shining in darkness is attractive. Have you ever gone on a cave tour and then once you and everyone else was deep in the belly of the earth, have your guide turn off the lights? And then maybe after letting everybody stand in darkness for a bit, turn on a flashlight? If so, how did everyone respond? I'm going to guess they huddled as close to the man with the flashlight as possible. Now, while we know from other places in Scripture that God's light within us can at times repel, it also attracts. And with everything that is going on in our world and everything that has occurred over the past few years, people need the light of Christ to know that there's hope. They need that now more than ever. You and I radiate our Savior's heart, not by standing on street corners with megaphones in our hands, not by arguing our point on social media. We shine most clearly in how we live and how we love. Now, to understand what this might look like, we need to consider everything Jesus said leading up to today's verse. So, today's verse, it lands directly in what scholars refer to as the Beatitudes, found in Matthew 5, verses 1 through 12. And so, he began a lengthy countercultural teaching stating, Blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of God. Or, as the New Living Translation puts it, God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him. To be poor in spirit is to recognize how helpless and hopeless we are apart from Christ. It's recognizing, like the New Living Translation states, how much we need him. And that's all of us, right? No matter how much we want to, no matter how hard we try, you and I simply cannot break the power our sin has over us, nor can we love others, our spouses, our children, our friends, the way that God desires, or even the way that we would like to. We can't do that in our own strength. We need God. Only he can help us overcome the sinful tendencies that damage us and our relationships and that distance us from him. To live and shine for Jesus, we must start 
there, we must start with surrender, inviting him to come into our lives, to supernaturally take up residence in our soul, and to transform us until everything that distorts his image within us and everything that dims his light within us is removed. Until Christ's love and grace fills us so completely, it naturally pours from us, and we begin to display with ever-increasing frequency all of the characteristics that Jesus highlights in Matthew chapter 5. Until we become people of love, mercy, truth, and grace. Jesus also said, blessed are the peacemakers. So those who actively seek to reconcile our broken and deceived world to Christ. Men and women who display a gentle and meek attitude, which biblically refers to strength kept under control. Someone who isn't hot-headed, who isn't driven to retaliation or contention, but rather is able to respond to personal attacks and even hatred with a calm blend of wisdom, grace, and truth. Those who, with an eternal perspective, who, who focused on Christ and his mission, endure insults, persecution, and attacks with confidence, knowing God will reward our every act of obedience. To paraphrase, We live as Christ's light, illuminating the landscape far and wide with the same beauty as a city that sits upon a hill when we love others and Jesus well. But we're also called to radiate his light closer to home in our personal relationships, our families, and at our workplaces. And what happens when you flip on a switch? The darkness flees, right? Well, in the same way, when you and I live for Jesus, however he leads, whatever that means, if that means showing kindness to our neighbors, patience to the grocery store clerk, or or spending quality time building into our marriages and our friendships, whenever we do that, we push back the darkness invading our world. We infiltrate it with God's light. People will notice that there's something different about us. They'll notice there's something different and beautiful about how we interact with one another, that we're kinder, that we're more patient, that we're more relaxed, more joyful, even when under stress. Our lives should daily, in the good and the bad, the celebratory and the hard, our lives should provide evidence for the gospel, for our living Christ-empowered faith. That's challenging, isn't it? To live for Jesus when we're in a hurry, when we're working through conflict, or maybe when we feel as if all the pressures of the world have landed squarely on our shoulders. It's not just difficult, it's impossible. Without help from the empowering, sustaining, ever-guiding Holy Spirit. But when we live connected to Him, Through his Holy Spirit, the Savior who bled and died for us, who loves us and the world perfectly, he will live in love through us. His Spirit will give us peace in place of inner angst. It will give us truth in place of deception, grace and gentleness in place of anger, and joy instead of envy and greed. And so we must remain poor in spirit, dependent on him. As his light, we also need to live with intention. Whereas the city naturally radiates light across the landscape, lamps typically are strategically placed where they will best suit their purpose. On the bedroom nightstand, next to your favorite reading chair, maybe in the corner of the room where shadows tend to linger. Just like you wouldn't light a lamp in your closet or place it in a back storage area unless you specifically needed those places lit, 
neither should we, God's light and image bearers, keep our light hidden. We shouldn't hold ourselves up in our houses. We shouldn't cut off all of our relationships with unbelievers. We shouldn't numb our brains with mindless entertainment. Instead, God is calling us to shine strategically and consistently because our world is drowning in darkness, in hopelessness, and despair. So many broken families, so many broken relationships, broken and despondent hearts. Lives God longs to transform through his life-giving light. Each day, you and I have an opportunity to play a part in that. Let's pray. Father, thank you for shining your light into our hearts that were once dark and hopeless. But you showed us mercy and grace. You flooded our souls with your goodness and you transformed our lives. You replaced our anger and our hatred with love. You replaced our bitterness with joy. You replaced our futility with purpose. Remind us of how dark that darkness truly was and fill us with compassion for all of those who are enslaved to sin. Help us to really understand just how dark their slavery is. May we not view them with hatred or disdain or contempt, but instead with the same depth of love and mercy that drove your son, Jesus, to the cross. Help us to shine bright. Help us to shine clearly, strategically, and consistently. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin!
Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Hello, my name's Rachel Carmen, and I want to invite you to come over and listen to my podcast. It's called Real Refreshment. For years and years as a young mother, I chased after the wind, thinking that the world could offer me the refreshment I longed for. But it was only when I discovered it in the person of Jesus Christ that I really found refreshment. Come on over and join me as we dig into Bible study. I'll see you there.